Jacksonville Children of All Ages. Welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex Keel. Alongside me, the insider to the insiders, Tyler Keel. That's me. We have a pretty good episode lined up for you today, but first we have a pretty some... good episode. It's pretty good. Are we ever going to have a horrible episode lined up, or at least are we ever going to admit to it? Nope. We're gonna we're gonna have an awful episode for you guys. So if you guys want to listen to us, just stop now. But the fact that you clicked on this, guess what? It'll count as a view. So yeah. Well, talking about things that are pretty awful, uh, the 35-year-old former goaltender for the Chicago Blackhawks, Anaheim Ducks, Ottawa Senators, and Philadelphia Flyers, which three is, games stand with the Marlies. Yep, three day three game stand with Marlies. Ray Emery uh, died this past Sunday. Yes. Um. <laughs> Yep, he it was a drowning accident Saturday night. His body was found Sunday morning by Hamilton police. 6 a.m. Uh, 6 a.m.? Oh, I just... It, that's... Well, he no, he was reported missing at 6 a.m., and then his body oh. was recovered later in the afternoon. Well, none, don't worry about the details of that. It's just... This is one of those many things that just says, you know... Like, I, I don't know how to... How am I going to put this? I just, one of those things that life is just so short because you never know if you'll wake up tomorrow. It's true. I, I don't, I mean, that's, and he was, and here's the thing about Ray. He was, I, I, I met him. I actually got, I met him and talked to him. I don't know if you were old enough to remember that, but I, uh, he, cause he what, was the at the All-Star game. He was at the all yep. The 04 All-Star Classic yeah, here in Grand Rapids. I remember. And the way it's funny, the way they do it in the AHL, I don't know if they do it anymore, but they, um. They take they took out they kept the glass behind the net for like the shooting but on the side they took it off so we're down in the lower bowl and he's out there stretching next to Julian Vauclair. I remember Vauclair because he played a couple years back for the Griffins and and I knew it when uh, Ottawa got their own team Binghamton and wasn't the Griffins anymore they Binghamton Binghamton what did I say you said Binghamton 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 um so there are two of the Senators guys whatever and I'm like oh who's this guy Ray Emery. And, and, you know, he simply, I just remember I looked at him, I was like, hey, you got cool pads or whatever. And he's like, thanks, man. And he signed my autograph, a bunch of other guys. And I have the autograph somewhere. I just, it's probably where, somewhere in my tote of goodies. But just here's the thing. As funny how a loose cannon he was, like when he, like how, how he fought and stuff like that and how yeah, crazy he, he was. One of the most aggressive goalies ever. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, well, up there. Not quite Ronnie Hextall. But Not quite Ronnie Hextall, but then again, nobody can touch Ronnie no, Hextall. Well, no one wanted to touch Ronnie Hextall. No. Um, but just, like, here's how I described him. Someone asked me, like, because, of course, you know, Kelly's not the biggest person. She's, she, when, no. when I, when I, so when I told her she's about Ronnie. Well, she's, she, hey, she never, before she met me, you know, she never knew anything about hockey, so. But she's like, Ray Emery's like, well, that's so bad. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, he's like, you know who he is? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who he is. I met the guy. And I remember it's like he's like he's goaltender version of a I don't want to say a goon, but like an enforcer, a guy that will be tough on the ice, will do whatever it takes to win. But off the ice, you could talk to him, chat with him, have a beer with him, and 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 everything I've heard from like not just my experience, but from like the player experience, coach experience, everyone has nothing good, no, nothing but good things to say about Ray Emery. He's and, just a nice guy, and he I, I mean, everyone remembers that magical run in 07. Oh yeah, that Ottawa team that was weirdly good and had Ramey playing some great hockey. And don't forget, I, he also won a Stanley Cup with Chicago. Yep, him and Crawford. Uh, was that the 13 team? That was the 13 team. That was the 2013 team. Same year that he won the Jennings Award. I thought you said that was 2012. Or 2012-2013. 2012-2013. Oh, okay. Well, so it was just 2013 because it was a lockout shortened year. Well, yeah, because Chicago didn't lose for, like, what, 30 games that year? They, they, they went, I think, you know, they won or tied or lost in a show. They didn't lose in regulation for the first 30 games. But that was, I mean, he was always he was always an interesting goaltender, and I remember because he came off. I'm gonna look up his injury one more time because I forgot what kind of hip injury he had. It was something absolutely like I. It, it was something that like you do not come back from. Like I I thought I've had bad hips or whatever, but it was like he had something, and it was just. Horrible how like how he came back right from this hip injury and it was like this injury and I remember I kept saying he's not going to come back and I'm like well like that was just showing his tenacity as not just a goaltender but a human like he he came out from the middle of nowhere Ontario got he got drafted a junior C by the Greyhounds Kyle Dubas was I don't know if he was well I don't know what he was the team but he was there involved with the team sort of and it was oh, excuse me a vascular ne- 
Necro- necrosis. And I remember I told that to Kelly, and she's like, oh, that ended his career, right? And I said, nope, <laughs> he came back. Um, He came back with Philly, of course, like I said, came back with, um, uh, played a few games for Toronto, tried to make a comeback. Obviously, it didn't work out, but it's absolutely horrible. Our, our thoughts and condolences are with his family and all of his friends there. And Even though they probably won't hear this, but... Obviously not, but from from us to from us to them, I mean... You know we're 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 thinking about you guys and no another unfortunately another day Alex another great another great guy in the hockey world goes away and it's yeah. it grand total of two hundred and eighty seven games played <clears throat> one hundred and forty five wins eighty six losses oh, I forgot he went to Europe for a few years I forget about yes, that he did he let six hundred and ninety seven out of six thousand seven hundred and thirty five goals go past him so it's about one one every ten. Some, that's some weird math there, Alex. But I'll uh, I'll let you. Know. Let's see. Yeah, he said the Jenny and Stanley Cup. Um, that's the candidate. Uh, AHL rookie team. All I think all star team. Yep. The wait the NHL all star team. Mm-hmm. Oh, in 07 probably then. No, the year that they won the cup with Chicago. He was on the all star team. Oh, he was on the wait what? That's what it says right here. Wait, 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 what? He was on the NHL All-Star team. Well, they didn't have an All-Star game that year. I'm confused. Well, he was given the award for vote. He was voted. Oh, maybe on, like, the All-NHL like the all NHL team, maybe. I don't know. He was yeah. one of the better backups, that's for sure. But, nonetheless, Ray Emery, guys, it's definitely a tough one. Yep. Well, on to, uh, on to other news. I, I Talking about goalies. I, I, it's hard to do those transitions, man. Yeah, eh, we'll get over it. We need like a sound effect or something. I Life happens. We'll get over it. That's not a good God, sound. God That's bless not... you, Ray. You did good, kid. On to news. Can you say hi to Terry for me? Sawchuck? Can you say hi to him? Oh, my gosh. I don't think they were the... friends. Well, they probably weren't with friends, but go say, oh, jeez, what are you doing over there? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Let's say, like, say, go say hi to him. That'd be an interesting little conversation. Ray Emery and Terry Sawchuck. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Emery, the nice, lovable guy that'll fight, and Terry Sawchuck, the guy that'll just fight and stuff. He was lovable. When he, you mean when he won? <laughs> when he won and when he was mad, he was mad. And then. And everyone just stayed away. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Uh, on to, Mark on Andre to, Fleury. Yes, Mark Talking Andre Fleury. goalies. Yep. Moving on to the, uh, some news. Well, news of the past week, I guess you can say. Uh, Mark Andre Fleury re-signs with Vegas for only three years, but $7 million a year. And only Vegas will gamble on a veteran. See what I did there? Vegas. Yeah, I, I, I got it. I got it. Rolling the dice. Yeah, I, 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 I was there. Seven! You know, like crabs. Crab, crabs? Crabs? You have crabs. No, I don't. Mark Andre. Don't. Do you seriously have to check? We're good. <laughs> Mark Andre Fleury. Three extension, seven million a year. Currently, right now, he's making $5.75 million a year. So. Yep, the, and that, and the, that extension, goes, the extension goes after this next year. Yes, so it'll start in 2019-2020 season. So the year before we have the lockout, um, I, I'm i really, you know, this just shows, hey, you play good one year, you'll get a lot of money. And we're talking about another goalie in a second who had the exact same thing happen to him. But Mark Gundry Fleury earned the money. He played really well. He took a team that probably shouldn't have been doing well and stood on his head for 95% of the year. That 5% came in a couple games, I think, well, one game and he got hurt. Uh, well, one game against Winnipeg and the Stanley Cup Finals. So, but other than that, he he did everything he had to do. He helped Vegas become a contender, along with some, you know, obviously good offense in front of him. But it's a lot of. I mean, it's only three years, granted. So, and I, and I'm not, I don't think, especially the way the goalie market is. I mean, what do you got behind you, Malcolm Subban? Will he? Will Mal- Malcolm Subban ever become an NHL starter? I don't know. Maxim Lagasse will never become an NHL starter. I'm sorry, guys. Malcolm Subban will never be an NHL starter. Oscar Dansk, I'm sorry. He will not be an NHL starter either. Malcolm Subban, he seemed like he had all the potential. Belleville yeah. Bulls, top top goaltender for Belleville. Canadian World Junior goaltender. Got lit up by Johnny Goudreau in the tournament and has not been the same since. So, I don't So I don't know if they're ready for that yet. He, doesn't have, he doesn't have that personality. He doesn't. I don't know about the personality. He just doesn't have it. I mean, he plays, yes, and granted, he played really he well. He doesn't but, have that thing, that thing that starting goalies have. Not even like goalies that split time. I'm talking 
starting goaltenders. You look at Lundqvist back when like he was like starting to get hot. When he was he, the king. When he he had that thing. Look at Carey Price when he like started to pick up speed. He just had that thing. You can just tell that they could steal games. And that's the thing is Malcolm Malcolm played really well with Vegas. However, I don't know. Well, I don't know he, if I don't know if he's at that point yet. Then again, he still is kind of young. I know it's taken him a lot longer than people would have expected, but he's a young goaltender. That's why I think Mark Andre Fleury. They signed him for three years. Maybe by then, maybe Subban's ready. Maybe not. But at that point, I think Vegas will have the opportunity to look somewhere else to find a goaltender. Exactly. So they're really just buying themselves some time with Fleury. They're hoping Fleury. I don't. And the thing is about Fleury is I don't know if he can do this four more years. If he, I don't think he can do the same thing he did last year for four more seasons. I love Flower. Great guy. Great goaltender. His consistency has been his problem his entire career. They're taking a gamble, yes, but going back to what it takes to be a starting goaltender, you need a goalie in the net that can just win you games. Where sometimes you're the team in front of you is playing absolute crap. Or has and, Lucas Pease on the first pair. Exactly. Is he still unsigned? You keep talking. I'll know he, I don't think he's signed yet. Keep talking. But he just you need to have a goalie in the net that can just win the game for you. Where somehow, some way, your offense banks in a weird goal, and then you just stop everything that comes your way. You just need those kind of goalies. And I don't. Yes, Malcolm Subban. Malcolm Subban is, and will be a good goaltender for quite some time. But it's just a matter of can he learn how to win games by himself? Consistently. I don't Consistently. For that's like, another thing. Can he? I don't. Like I said, he can play 20, 25 games right now. 30 games, maybe, if you're lucky. 55 to 60 games? Uh, I don't know. That's a stretch. That's a very long stretch. But, like I said, if Fleury can do the same thing he did last year for four more seasons, well, first of all, hello, Hall of Fame. Second of all... He's he's going to be in the Hall of Fame eventually. I think it'll take him longer, though. Yeah, well, yeah. he's he's not one of those once-in-a-lifetime talents. He's a good goalie, don't get me wrong. Scra- scratch that. He's a great goalie. But he's not, like... You know the worst part about this is the fact that Mark Andre Fleury is going to get in the Hall of Fame before Chris Osgood does. And I know, okay, hot take. All Chris right. Osgood is not as bad as everyone thinks he is. I'm sorry. I've heard a lot of people, and you know what I'm talking about. A lot of people bash on Chris Osgood. I'm yes, he allowed goals from center ice. Yeah, it happens. Happens so did to everybody. Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr did exactly. Grant Fuhr allowed goals to the five hole. Chris Osgood's won 400 games. He's won three Stanley Cups. He took the island. He grabbed the Islanders, put them on his back, said, hey, we're going to go to the playoffs and almost beat the Leafs by himself, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't I don't I never understand the knock against Chris Osgood. And I understand. I see the comparisons between him and Corey Crawford. But Corey Crawford can steal your games. Chris Osgood stole games. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm uh, sorry. I know that was quite a, quite a tangent I just went on there, but, uh You want to talk about a tangent? I have a tangent. Let's talk about Chris Osgood's doppelganger for a quick second. Manny Legacy. You may look <laughs> like Chris Osgood, you may sound like Chris Osgood, but you will never play like Chris Osgood. You'll be more flexible than Chris Osgood, that's for sure. But Chris Osgood had the damnedest best butterfly in the league for quite some time. Yeah. I will say. I love, oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I love Ozzy. I know I'm a Leafs fan, but growing up, I watched a lot of Ozzy. I still have his poster. I still have that poster. Um, I, I took it down when I left the house, but it's somewhere, like I said, it's in my total goodies. Um, but man, if I ever met Chris Osgood, first of all, I'm going to be so surprised how far I have to look down at him. And then second of all, you're going to be telling him, listen, you need to get off the air. You're not a good commentator. You need to stop. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to him. I'm not Chris, gonna I love you, but no. No, because Alex, you want to know why? Because there's people in this world that will say the exact same thing to me. Like, you are not. What the heck are you doing? Don't worry about <laughs> okay. it. I'm sorry, guys. We got to eventually start filming this because it's, it's. I don't know what no, it is. No, I'm, pro- I'm not editing that video. We don't have to edit it. We just have to No, scratch it. that. I'm not even producing it. I don't have the time to do that. There, well, well if I'll, that's why I'm trying to get a laptop that I can do all that stuff. You're not going to have a laptop that's going to be able to film and produce. Not film. I'm talking like just like, oh, like get like, oh, remember the 16 gig RAM one. So I can like film it, put it on here. I can edit it on here and then I'll okay, post it. Okay, how are you going to film it though? I'll, I'll figure it out. Exactly. <laughs> It'll take some time. Um, moving on to another goaltender, uh, Connor Hellebuck. Hellebuck getting some Hellebucks. Damn it. I was going to say it first. <laughs> I came uh, up with it. No, you did not come yes, up I did. with I it. Take, you did not I take credit. Up. You know what's funny? Dibs. You know what's funny? Already got dips. If you look at Hellebuck's last name, it's got the word buy. The Jets are buying in to Hellebuck. 
You need to shut the <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so he gets signed for six years, $37 million total, an average of $6.1667 million a year, zero performance bonuses, zero signing bonuses. Uh, the way the contract's actually set up, it's kind of interesting. One of those bounce around contracts. It starts at $7 million next year, $6 million in 2020, 4.5 in 2021. That's kind of weird because that'll be the lockout year. 7.5 in 2020, 21-22. 22-23, will be back down to 4.5. Final year being 7.5 and 23-24. You're seeing a lot more of these nowadays, especially with the extended Why? Because it's not like, well, it's not a backdiving contract. I get it. It's not the illegal contracts we used to have before that. The players want the money up front. That's what they tell their agents. No, because no, there's no signing bonus. He has zero signing bonus, zero performance bonuses. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, look, First year seven million, right? And it's seven million, then it goes down to six. Down to four point five, back up to seven point five, down to four point five, back up to seven point five. It just bounces around like no tomorrow. And I don't I, I yeah, okay. <laughs> sure. I'm telling you right now, Connor Hellebuck, his financial advisor, and his agent all sat down and were like, All right, if we're if we're gonna negotiate a deal, we need something that works best for Connor. Give him a bunch of money what's, up what's give funny. him a bunch of money up front and then take a dip and then you get a bunch more money in the well, middle. I'll be honest, because like I said, the contract or the lockout year supposedly be twenty twenty one. So a lot of these guys, I'm sure, are looking at that saying, "Hey, I'll take less money that year." Because if you ask, if you have seven million dollars that year or eight million dollars, and like the next year you have four, that means you miss out on the eight million dollars and you only get the four million dollars. So that's yeah, exactly. why. So I guess that's why it makes sense there. Another guy, like I said, how flirt- if I could, I would. I would only take maybe the minimum. I would take league minimum. Well, that here's year. that's the worst part because then you may actually miss out on that. Well, here's the thing: if you get a signing bonus, then. You get a signing bonus. Then well, that's it, though. Then well, yeah. Then you get the signing bonus. You get a big signing bonus then that year. Um, so like Flurry, Hellebuck makes his money playing, at, having a great year. He finally had his coming out party. Did absolutely well, except for the conference finals. He did everything he had to do this year, and guess what? He made his money. He did exactly what he had to do. Six point one six six seven. He is a very young goaltender. He goes. How old is he? He is. Oh my gosh, he's not. He's only. Two, he's only twenty five years old. So. Six years is a pretty solid deal. I mean, like I said, he's only he's only gonna be, he's gonna be thirty one at the end of his contract. It's a pretty solid. It's not really a gamble. I, I no, it's say. not. It's a, it's a safe bet because if worst comes to worst, Connor Hellebuck doesn't work out in those later years with how things are looking. Money. Steve Mason. No, I'm kidding. Oh, I forgot he's in. Oh, I forgot he's in uh, Montreal now. I, I, yeah. I, that was a stuff yeah. happens. Well, that was. But, that, well, that I was thinking. Well, I'm thinking especially with how Michael Hutchinson was the one of the dollars best. going down. I mean, six point one six six seven. That's not a year awful. is not awful. That is not. You, awful. That's a tradable contract nowadays. And well, depends on who, depends on who you send him to. But Again. I mean, obviously, Michael Hutchinson, he's pretty cheap right now too. If I can, I'm gonna click Winnipeg. Michael Hutchinson's contract is. Oh my gosh, I forgot Lorraine Bassois signed. Lorraine Bassois. And he's still making six fifty six hundred fifty. He's still making minimum. How much is Hutchinson making? Or did Hutchinson? Am I missing something? Because Hutchinson's not there anymore. All right. Um, I have to look this up now. Michael Hutchinson. Do you really have to? I want to know where he went. Michael Hutchinson. Can't spell. Uh, Michael Hutchinson. Oh, I forgot. He signed in Florida. He's, he's going to be a $1.3 million goal attender to start in... Where's Florida's team again? Is that San Antonio or is that Springfield? Florida's team? Yeah. I think that's San Antonio. Uh, San Antonio... Uh, it's it's not Springfield. Who's Springfield then? It's I not. I don't know. I don't don't know. Don't care. While you're looking that up, I'm going to talk about the. Oh yeah, so we're talking about because we're uh, talking about goalies and stuff and, and everything. Let's talk. Yeah, talk about the goaltender. How many? You have just the top five or all? Well, I have the top five, and then I have the entire list in front of me. But I'm, okay, like yeah. the top five currently, and this this excludes the recently signed extensions. This is just for the next year. The next year, okay. So the top five paid goalies are Hendrick, and by yeah, the way, yeah, I'm going yeah. to give you the dollar okay. salary and then their cap hit. So Hendrick Lundqvist's salary is $9 million, and his cap hit is 8.5. Bobrovsky, second, comes in 8. with... $8.5 million no, for, Hendrick, six, for a guy that plays half the year, pretty much. He's got 6.5 as his salary, and then his cap hit is actually $7.425 million. And he'll be a free agent next year. Correct. Because there's no, I haven't heard any whispers or anything from Bobrovsky getting extension, and that's gonna, that's gonna be huge next year. Because if if Carolina, 
Hey, Carolina doesn't need a goaltender. Yeah, they do. Well, okay, Mraz, I guess, only signed for one year, but they have so much rap. You can't afford two goal. You can't afford two goaltenders at four plus million dollars. Exactly. You're not going to keep Peter. Well, Peter was one. Peter will be gone. But I'm talking about Darling. Fuck him. That's a lot of money. Screw him. Bye bye. Pecorine, seven as his salary, seven as his cap hit. Then you have Carey Price, where his salary is $7.5 million, but his cap hit is only $7 million. And then after that, you have... Did I say... Ha! It is Springfield! Florida is Springfield's team. I would, Or Springfield is Florida's team. I yeah, oh, okay. told you. Carey Price is the fifth overall uh, top-paid goalie with $7 million as his salary, but his cap is actually only six point five. But that's going to go up after next year's when his, ten, uh, his eight... Your $10 million contract kicks in. Yep. Oh, boy. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, Marc-Andre Fleury is 12th with his 5.75, so when he gets his... He'll, it'll go back up, yes. He's going to get his 7, then he's going to be in the top. Well, uh, he'll be probably top 6. Here's the thing, is that Bobrovsky deserves to be there. Rene deserves to be there. Longquist and Price... Well, Longquist, no, for sure. Absolutely not. He should not be in that. He's just making money that he was... Deserved to be paid a long time ago. 2012, yes, he deserved 8.5. 2018, deserves 4. You see, this is this is why, for I've thought about this theory for a while now, and what if you paid the players, well, because, okay, each team has a budget to pay all of their players, right? Correct. And from that budget, they... Do a performance review, and whoever plays the best gets paid the most money. So back in the day when Henrik Lundqvist was playing like a god or when Carey Price was playing like a god. When he was Jesus that, Price, yep. Yep, Jesus Price. That year he got paid $12 million. Done. And then it would go down from there. So if you played well, you got paid well. But in, with especially obviously the contracts, it's not a salary you're getting paid by the hour kind of thing. You're getting paid up front, and then if you suck, you get traded. That's why I oh, that's why you yeah, sign up for it all, and the signing bonus you make it all up front, all yep. that money right on the dollar. Um, man, goaltender is so weird. The market is so funny because I heard I, I saw Travis Yost write an article yesterday about um or the other day about goaltenders aren't getting paid correctly, and which was where I say, first of all, I went hmm, how so? And yeah, elaborate. It's what do you say? Pretty much, like, like because you don't know. Like, Hunter Glonquist is making eight point five million dollars. Carey Price is going to be making ten million dollars. Hellebuck's making six point one six. Flurry at his age is making seven million dollars. Bobrovsky's going to be if he plays well, he'll be making more than what is he said seven point whatever it was six point five. I forgot who. Bobrovsky. His current salary right now is six point five, but his cap hit is seven point four two five. That that was yeah AAV. Um, I, it's a lot of money because if you think about this, everyone's up in arms that you know if someone may, signs an eight million dollar contract, like when Patrick Marleau signed for six million, we're all up in arms saying, "Oh my gosh, that's way too much." And now you have a goaltender, a goaltender that could do well or could not do well. Because here's the thing: you can hide a guy that's playing poorly and that's making seven million dollars. Rick Nash, Bobby Ryan, guys like that. A goaltender. You cannot hide that $7 million. Dallas was having the same issue when they had $11 million wrapped up between Niemi and Lettinen. Yeah. And the, unless Carey Price turns it around this year, Montreal is going to be sitting ducks, okay? Think of it this way, though. How am I thinking of it this way, Alex? Well, you, well, you should think of it this way. Well, not Okay, not saying that you should, but my personal opinion is... You have four lines of forwards, three lines of defensemen, but you only got one starting goaltender. Exactly. I'm going to pay him as much as I need to. Not as much necessarily as he wants. I mean, we can discuss that, but as much as I need to. That way he can have a comfortable living, not worry about anything at home. He can pay for good food. That way he has great health and all that stuff. Yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. That way when he shows up to work, I get the best I can get. In theory. In theory, that's how it works. That's the hard part is that it's in theory, and it should work. But then again, sometimes you can't. Like, Stuff happens. Exactly. Um, so I, I don't – you don't want to underpay goaltenders because guess what? They'll take adva- – then, you know. They'll take advantage of you and go somewhere else. That's it. Exactly. Um, 
that's why Montreal had to bring out the you know bring out the wagon of bucks for Carey Price because he knew if they could if he wasn't going to get ten million dollars, he was going to get it somewhere else. Exactly, and he was going to find a team that was going to be able to a perform on the ice and give him that kind of money. Now, of course, we've seen players turn down big cuts money. John Tavares, obviously, Eric Carlson. Those are. Those are, yes, I know different scenarios because they're players, but I'm saying they turn down money to find somewhere else. Of course, some guys like to that security, that financial security. And so I don't know. And maybe Carey Price is a lockout protected contract. I don't know how it's going to work, but it will be It'll be interesting to see what how it happens and if the goaltenders keep getting paid more and more and more. Because obviously, you know, free, that's the way free agency works. It's kind of dumb that way. But they keep more... More it's an money. open market tie. I know. You can throw as much money as you want towards goaltenders, and sometimes you, general managers, owners, presidents, whatever, they got to figure out how to keep their guy intact, and they got to try to keep their best goaltenders there, so they will throw whatever they want, or whatever, excuse me, whatever they can, to keep them there. Pecorine, will he be making $7 million at the end of his contract? I don't know. UC Saros is looking pretty good. He just re-signed. That'll be interesting. Um, or that'll be interesting when Rene's contract comes up. Bobrovsky, if he has a great year, he'll be making over $6.5 million a year on average. If he has an off year, eh, that may go down. Carey Price? Oh, well, Carey Price is set for 10 or 8 years. Tyler, I'll, I'll, I'll put... I'll, oh, is it 8 years or 10 years? I'm sorry. I think, it's, I think you, it's 10 years. I'll ask you to do one thing for me. Well, okay, first off, I'll ask, are you going to get the new NHL game, yes or no? Yes. Okay. In that game, I want you to do a franchise mode. 10.5 for 8 years. Sorry, I, I kept mixing those around. 8 years, $10.5 million for Carey Price. Continue. Okay. So in that in the new game that you get, which hopefully will be phenomenal, yeah, yes, phenomenal, yeah, phenomenal. I want you to do a franchise mode, and every single day or every single like I'm game going that, to build my team, Alex, around Maxim Legacy. No, 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 I'm and no, what you're um, no, I want to challenge Michael Hutchison. No, not Michael Hutchison. Um, who's another goaltender I could totally sign? What I'm saying is, is Chris Gudvelkis, the the old Latin Latvian goaltender, is he still in the AHL? I think so. Okay, I'll put it. So he'll be available, or at least he'll be a free agent, agent or something like that. It'll be that. a cheap deal and put a good defense in front of him. Or what you could do you is... I don't know how I know. Bill Ranford's a Stanley Cup winner. Ty, <laughs> I challenge you to every single day or like every time like you simulate to a like a game, your next game or whatever, yep. every single day I want you to make try to make five trades and sign free agents. It is an open market. If someone wants to sell, they will sell, and if someone wants to buy, they'll buy. Video games are weird though, but they're, they're, they're so unre- true because they're unrealistic. You want to know why? You want to know how I know they're unrealistic? Because Adam Larson for Taylor Hall doesn't happen. They it don't does. allow. No, no, they don't. They do yes, not allow does. that video game. No, now maybe, but when that for, for when that trade happened, or in reality, they tried to do it in NHL. You couldn't do it. PK Subban for Shea Weber. Uh, actually, I don't know if that one went through or not. Technically, in NHL, but I don't remember because but. there's this thing called human error. <laughs> human exactly. Mark Bergevin, human error. Peter Shirelli, human error. I'm lighting a candle for you, Peter Shirelli. <laughs> burr, dur, dur. Um, but yeah, where, where are we going with this? I think we should cut it off somehow because Andreas Johnson oh, signed. Okay. Accepts other stuff. Qual- he accepts a. a Please, new. Sorry, I'm sorry. We should, we. I know it took us. We need to get an alarm for that. Just. It only took us half an hour to get into Leafs, Leafs news. news. Andreas Janssen accepts a qualifying offer for $787,500 des Mula. Yes, well, obviously Morgan is making his, his um, initial contract. I like it because it is a one-year deal, one year for, for that kind of money. So it gives me a year saying, hey, you want to make a million? Because I'll be honest, I was kind of afraid it going to be like 800000 He's going to be 000. a million-dollar player next well, year. Well, uh, we'll see. And I, I, I hope so. I, excuse me, I hope he, he's worth a million dollars, but he sees that the team's good enough that he takes less. That's what I always hope for. I hope he's Connor Brown and says, but then again, Connor Brown's a hometown boy and I'd play for I'd play for Tim Bits if I were playing for the Leafs. So you're also a fan, and he's a player that's got to pay bills. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm wondering what's going on with William Nylander over there. But uh, he's gonna make he's gonna pay bills. That's what's up. Um, but hey, it's a good solid contract for a guy that's gonna be on the fourth line. And Johnson's I'm, gonna perform. And I mean, it's funny they signed him to a two way, but Dubis pretty much said, "Yeah, there's no way. There's no way he's playing for the Marlies." We're just putting you on a two way because just in case. If all just because if all yeah if all yeah. fails you know then we can easily send you down if we have to, or we could just send you down during the playoffs. Ping. Well, like after well yes after, well, after hopefully not the Leafs ho- maybe get not. knocked hopefully knocked not. Out. This is wood right? No, no it's not plastic. wood. Crap, we need to get a wooden table. Uh, there's wood right behind you. 
You have to knock. You said it first. All right, fine. Okay, anyways. Um, so, yeah. He's a good player. That's pretty much all the Leafs news we really got today. Yeah. This week. I think next... Well, hold on. Next week is... We're still in July. We'll, we'll have to figure out what we're going to do for next week because we, we're we going to do save all of our angry stuff for August. Well, we may, I don't know because I want to do like a special... Remember we're going to do the whole episode of like injuries with, with Kelly? Like we're going to talk about that or whatever. That's kind of an interesting one to do, like talking about maybe how, we'll do how that. injuries affect the body and whatever, and maybe how we'll, and talking okay. about the unlikeliness of some guys coming back, like how Patrice Bergeron played in the 2013 finals with half a lung. Ah, perfect. That's what we'll do. We'll wait until the last week of July to do that, and Kel- we'll have Kelly Next on. Next week's the last week of July. Next perfect. Well, we'll, perfect. We'll figure because that's what we'll do. Or no, the last. Can we talk about this another time? We'll do this in our production meeting. Well, we don't, we don't have production meetings. Yes, we do. Basically, you text me like, hey, bring the microphones downstairs. I'm like, all right, that's what are production. we going to talk about? That's we're talking about this, 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 and this. All right, perfect. Fine. Well, yeah, our production And then what we is. sit down, wait for you to get all settled and everything, and then we're like, oh, yeah, I work the- before this. You yeah. work after. I'm sorry. Yeah, you should figure it out. I do. Fig- that's why I did figure the drive out, on Sunday. I, I did the drive on Sunday. Um, like Americans trying to figure out malt vinegar and salt and chips and stuff. Just figure it out. Just figure it out, guys. You watched that episode today, didn't you? Yes, I did. <laughs> Actually, no, I watched that yesterday. <laughs> um, so another si- uh, another signing, Adam Henrique signed... Uh, yes, he signs an extension with the Ducks, Adam Henrique, because remember he was traded for... Oh my gosh, who was he traded for? I'm trying to do this off the top of my head. While you're thinking about that, five years by $5.85 million a year kicks in this next year. This, or not this, not, not this, this next year. No, it's not ne- this next year, but the 2019, year. 2020. Yes, that year. Offer uh, 5.85 on average. Currently making $4 million right now, so that's a nice little pay raise. New Jersey right has room. And, or excuse me, the Ducks have room. And that was kind of. New thing. Jersey! I, well, I forgot he was where, in. Where, where, where he, are you going with this? He was in New Jersey. We're talking, we're going to be talking. Don't about, you mention that town in front of me. We'll be in. No, yeah, I know. We'll be talking. Well, we're talking about New Jersey in a little bit later on, but. Um, he's a good player. Yeah, he's solid. It's a lot of money, though. But then again, you're trying to fill up a roster. The value trying... of a dollar is going down, Tage. That's what I'm telling you. I don't you. know what the heck is. I the Ducks are so weird. Like I thought they were going to be a good team in the dark. Then they ran to San Jose, who was hotter than a pistol after they got after the trade deadline. I don't know what the Ducks are doing. They're treading water. That's what. They don't want to do a rebuild. You they... really didn't try to go for the full duck joke there. The treading water. Yeah. No, I did that. Well, technically, I don't have to because ducks are ducks are buoyant, and they have they they don't need to really tread water. It's they, like a duck they, on a pond. They just, it looks calm on the surface, but underneath those feet are going a mile a minute. Well, they don't really have to. The, only, the, the only reason why they have to do that is just to like stay Boy. stay up river and not stay have to, afloat. Well, no, they don't have to stay afloat. They're buoyant. You're talking about Anaheim or an actual ducks? Both, because both are trying to stay afloat right now. So. They're, they're t- I mean, John Gibson, he's great, but he's, by goodness, he's, they don't, made, they he's wanna, made of glass. They don't want to do a full rebuild build is what I'm saying. They're not guy. there yet. No, they're not. They were like, they're like, how, in, the, how, like how the Rangers have been the last couple of years. They're a solid contender. I, uh, they're, they're, okay, they're, they're, a, they're a team that makes the playoffs. They, how, they, they are how... After, okay, they have a content, they're contenders to make it to the second round. There? Okay, they got <laughs> whomped by San Jose. That's not fair. But what the year before? I know they played Calgary, but the, they got to make it to the second round. But of course, that's because Calgary couldn't win a game. They can't win a game in Anaheim. They finally won one. Was it last year, two years ago? But ah, uh, gosh, the Ducks are right. They're in, they're in a weird spot. They don't want to rebuild. They want to keep trying to be competitive. But that can only get you. They so, are competitive. Though. They can only get you so long, Alex. Yeah, but not. There's only one team that wins the Stanley Cup each year. It's not like the Cup Challenge back way back when. I know you only have one team. This is, this is why they need to make the Stanley Cup like the WWE Championship. Every game's for the cup. Every game's for the cup. All right, today's challenger, the Arizona Coyotes. Man, this is a real underdog. Oh, my gosh, he won! They won! You have, you have freaking... Heel turn! Oh, my God. You have a... If this, finally, the Arizona Coyotes, they cheated to win. They are finally the heels. Oh, they are not the cute... Oh, who did they trade Max... Uh, Pacioretty. Pacioretty comes off the ice with a steel chair, whacks the you ref. You Max Domi? No, Max Domi's in uh, Montreal. Yeah. Remember? So what does that have to do with Pacioretty? 
Pacioretty got traded for no, Domi, right? No, that was Galchenyuk. Oh, yeah, that's right. Galchenyuk, we'll Pacioretty, talk about, We'll both. talk about Pacioretty later. But no, Galchenyuk just comes off the bench with a steel chair, whacks all the refs, and then they don't see what happens, and there's screwed goalie interference because they didn't see anything. Oliver Ekman you know, Larson scores the game-winning goal. Oliver Ekman Larson sitting on the goal line just passing back forcing himself, so he's just ringing up the points up there. That's how it works. Yeah, because points, yeah, no. Wrestling. Um, where were we? Elias oh, the, no, the, oh, the Ducks. Oh, the yeah. Ducks. Um, yeah, Anaheim, uh, you're in a spot right now that you're just, I, I don't just know. Just chill for a second. That's what I don't say. Don't burn it down yet, but obviously not burned down. They just gave burn it down! Go on. We had Razor Ramon in our intro, in our Instagram intro, and now we have, we're uh, we're on a we're running. Rath Solins. What? Because you can't say his name. What, Rath Solins? Rath. Oh, right. Uh, right. Even though you just sang the song. Anyways. I didn't sing the song. Moving on, staying in the Western Conference, Elias Lindholm, who was just recently acquired in the Calgary Dougie Hamilton, or uh, Carolina Dougie Hamilton trade. Signed an extension. No, oh, he actually straight up signed, because remember, he was, his contract oh, that's was right. ended up. So he was making 2.7, but now he's making 4.85 million AAV. That contract, however, is not. Uh, it's not exactly 4.85. It's one of those funky dory contracts for six years, obviously kicking in this year. Let me quick look it up. I had it lined up, but then I had other things to look up. Do 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 do. Elias Lindholm is making. Uh, let's see. It's that's the AAV. All right, the base salary. Here we go. Four point eight five this year. Five point eight five the following year. Three point eight five in twenty twenty one. Uh, 5.85, Financially, uh, it's always good to not be stagnant. Well, uh, yes, because obviously the dollar can change and all that funny stuff. But then again, I mean, you're going Invest. up. Invest. You're doing a roller coaster right now. Um, All I'm going to say is that he makes money. He, Done. I mean, Calgary, they want they need more offense. And I think Elias Lindholm can be up front. I don't know if he's going to be like Monaghan or Goudreau or what's going to happen or how that con- how that lineup's going to work. Of course, like we, said, we talked about Calgary last Who's year. Who's your coach? Uh. Oh my gosh! They just hired him as a new guy. Yeah, that's right. Um, um, Didn't um, we covered it too? The Carolina coach last year helped me, help help me help you. Show me the money. Help me help you. Oh lordy! Uh, I don't remember. Oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh! This is hurting my brain. It was going to be a simple name too. Bill Peters. Oh my goodness! I can't wait to look that up. I'm so sorry, Calgary fans. I'm not. Um, Bill Peters is the new head. Remember, that was the whole, he he resigned or stepped down because, you know, he knew, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to, yeah, because that, those. Because he wanted that, that grass-fed Berta beef. Mm. Alberta premium whiskey. Berta beef. Rye whiskey. Berta beef cooked on the grill four minutes, flipping once each minute. Get the grill marks. You got to stop watching Letterkenny. Pe- <laughs> you got to stop Salt watching. Salt and pepper the crap out of it. Oh, by the way, guys, news. Letterkenny's finally on Hulu here in the States. So You're we, darn right it is. We are rejoicing. We are. We can finally. I mean, no one knows what it is down here, but hey, we know what it is. We know and that's, what it is, and that's it's amazing. It is great. All we knew about it was when it was just like the videos. The, when we were just watching the funny clips on YouTube, the letter kidney problems, and um, the cold opens. Yep, the cold opens as well. So Calgary's in a funny spot. I don't know if they're how they're going to be. Will they be a? Will they be a team that falls off the eighteen wheeler once again, like the Leafs have done in many years past, or will they be a team that just just Bad. They they are a fine team. I don't know what the problem was last year. Mike Smith got tired. The team stopped scoring, so that's why they got Lynn Holman, got rid of Dougie Hamilton. They still have a solid decor. They still have sure Giordano's a little old, and granted, you know T.J. Brody's not the same. But we got to go to Chicago. What? You said Giordano. Oh, I thought oh, that was Giordano's pizza. Giordano's pizza. Oh, man. Like, what? Oh yeah, baby. When did the Leafs play Chicago? Look that up, Alex. All right, because I know they play eventually. Obviously, they have to play one time each. I I want Calgary to do well. I want all the Canadian teams to do well. I want Vancouver to make the playoffs, just because I want all seven teams to be in the playoffs. That'd be great. Hockey Night Canada won't have to worry about, you know, switching feeds, and NBC's going to have to find a way to get, like, you know, CBC and Sportsnet's feed sent to them, because God forbid NBC send their own flipping team up and, except into the into Canada for all seven teams. Um, they're going to be a good... Calgary should be fine. If 
they play like the if they can put if they can take the first half of the season and put it through the entire season, should be okay. Um, Alex is still looking up the Chicago deal, so we'll move on. Uh, so Marion Hosta got traded. Blockbuster deal. That's Sports Illustrated said. I almost laughed when I saw that title. Uh, but Marion Hosta obviously retired. Marion Hosta, he's done playing. Um, he, him, and Vinny- Arizona's got a super team. <laughs> Pavel Datsuk, Chris Pronger, Marion Hosta. Let's yeah. go that team. The three best players in franchise history don't even play. Never played a game for them. Three best friends that nobody can play. Three best friends that nobody can play. Um, so the deal is Marion Hosa and Vinny Hinnestroza to Arizona. Arizona sent um, Marcus Kruger, Mackenzie Entwistle, and Jordan Maletta. Oh, and Andrew Campbell and a fifth-round pick to Chicago. So pretty much it was a cap dump for Chicago to Damn. Arizona. Talking about Chicago, Sunday, October 17th, 7 p.m. That's when they play in Chicago? In Chicago. When the cheapest ticket is $33, we're going to each get $33 tickets, and we're going to spend 30 bucks on a well, pizza. Now i got to look at my Davenport schedule now, because now i got to see if I can it's actually It's a Sunday. It. Well, that's what, well, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Uh, of course, that's soccer season. Uh, i got soccer season. Ah, who cares about soccer? doesn't matter. My that- job! <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter that Davenport spends all their money trying to get English players on Scotties. Hey, they hey, they won. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Their men's team won the conference championship. Women's team still did well. Um, yeah, because the white people from this side of the pond are just not that good. Oh, we hit it. Uh, there's, yeah. a couple, there's a couple of middies that are all right. I, there's I, a reason why the MLS isn't that good. They're good, but they ain't that good. Uh, Where was I? What, what? Why did you cut me off? Okay, so yeah. Because so, we're talking Chicago. about Chicago. And I was moving on to Mary Hosa. Yes. Yes. And it was so, a cap dump. Everyone's, I mean, Arizona, I know they need to meet the cap floor. And I know they don't have enough money to actually pay their players that much. Why? 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 Does Arizona, why does the NHL continue to think that Arizona is a viable market? What are, I mean, I know, I know. John Chaka is trying his butt off to get a solid team down there because Gary Bettman, Bettman, his his. No, I don't care what Bettman. He says. wants to spread the game. That's why he chose Vegas of all places. But at least it looks like Vegas has an opportunity. Then again, Air, Air, Phoenix. Then again, think about everything that we said when they first announced it that Vegas got the bid. People were up in arms saying, "How dare you put another team in the desert? They're just going to be like Arizona. They sucked." And then all of a sudden, they got a logo. Eh, looks pretty cool, I guess. And then they played, and then they got this close to winning the most prestigious championship, trophy, whatever you want to call it, in all of hockey. Uh, It is more prestigious than a gold medal in the Olympics, if that tells you something. They were that close. I understand, but... Here's my problem, Alex. What has Arizona done in the last decade? They made it to the conference finals once. They made the playoffs a couple times before that. Since then, what have they done? They signed Oliver Ekman Larson. I don't know. Yeah, because he. Yeah, because good for him. He earned his money. Great. Congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back. What in the world? Why? What? What is so appealing about keeping a team there? The NHL is wasting money. Yes, the NHL is profitable as ever. But they are wasting valuable dollars on a franchise that is an absolute gong show. By the way, I worked that Sunday for the during the Hawks. Well, looks like I'm gonna go take a visit to Chicago for God knows no reason. Oh, I forgot that starts October third. Darn it! Oh well. No, you know what? I'll go visit my friends that live in Chicago. That's what I'll do. Anyways, go stay out of my buddy Caleb. I don't. Arizona is just such a. I. I remember that. Did we go over this? How I wrote an article, or yeah, we did the a paper where I wrote about how Arizona. We already talked about yes, Arizona. Yes, I understand. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's thoroughly annoying that the NHL is literally telling people, "Help this team out. Get rid of your dumb contracts." Why can't we get rid of Nathan Horton? I know he's LTIR, so it doesn't really count against the Leafs. But still, why are because we doing this? The league doesn't do anything with. No, they don't. The, they, the, the, the league thing, is the reason why the team is still there. 
Yeah, but the, any the, other league, Alex, the league then be doesn't gone. do anything with trades, though. The only thing that the National Hockey League can do in relations to trade is to verify that it makes sense for both teams that they have this amount of people in their roster, they have only this amount for their contracts, and that they don't reach their cap limit, or if they don't go over, and if they do go over, that they get penalized for it. That's what they do. They can't say, hey, you should trade Marion Hosa and his rights to Arizona. They can't do that. Because then the because then the modified monopoly that the NHL has would be completely destroyed because the NHL is trying to purposely push certain situations to happening in happening in the league, which they can't legally do. The Arizona Coyotes are the first team to hit their 50 contract limit. They yes, have they have 50 of all 50. 10 point, almost $10.2 million in cap space. Yep, and they have... Explain this to me. If you want to make this team good, if you are the National Hockey League, you're trying to keep this team there, why don't you... I know, like I said, there's the hidden cap, whatever, the teams have the ability to pay players. I understand that. However... Teams need to lose, Tej. They've been losing forever, Alex. Yeah. Between that three-year window, the one year when they beat the Hawks, they made it to the conference finals, the, like those three year, the two years they played Detroit, what did they do before that since the lockout? They had Curtis Joseph for a minute. What have they done? Please explain to me. They are a waste of a franchise. Okay, but... Quebec has a rink. They have an arena. Financial issues? Okay, I'll take a gamble on that. Why? Because it's not in the desert. It's not in a non-hockey market. Okay, fine. I don't care if... if and I love Austin take- Matthews. Austin Matthews is from there. Great. I don't even. Who That's are you talking about? Player. Why are you talking about Austin Matthews? Because that doesn't from, matter. Because they're saying, oh, Arizona's a hotbed now because they got players like Austin Matthews. Austin Matthews is one player from this city. Okay, he's one player because he's the most talked about. There's probably other players from Arizona and Phoenix, maybe particularly, that they're not talking about as much. Great. So you're telling me all you, you need, take all away, you has, okay. all you need it, to tell me is you need a team there to develop talent. Okay, then why doesn't Seattle have a team? Who cares if they're Because they're going to. Well, that's that's true. They're about to. But so I'm saying is so if you is take that, away so a Arizona, team can suck forever. Hey, a team can be awful forever. And as long ta- as we get players that come through the youth hockey system, that's the success. If you take where the Arizona Coyotes, this is who are the teams that you also need to take, take care of and get rid of. Vancouver, you need to get rid of Calgary, you need to get rid of Edmonton, you need to get rid of the Detroit Red Wings, you need to get rid of Florida Panthers. Why? Because, because they lose. But no, okay. they're non- no, those teams are profitable. They still, Vancouver not so much as has been recent years, but the Wings still somehow still make money. I mean, they're still trying to pay they off. They make the, plenty of money. They make plenty of money. Calgary makes plenty of money. Edmonton has plenty of money. Vancouver, like I said, they don't make as much as they used to, but they're still making money. Arizona doesn't make a single dollar. That team has been in debt for 15 years. Yeah. What is the point? Why does everyone keep saying, let's keep them going? Why? I don't understand. Because they can. Because, because they can, Dude, and Quebec uh, is too small. Yes, the hockey market they're is They're in huge. Glendale. They're not even in Phoenix. That's why they had to change their name, because they're not in Phoenix anymore. If Quebec City is too small, I'm sorry then. Whatever. Move Arizona up to Seattle. Give shoot go for Houston. Why not? You Set can't Arizo- move Arizona to Seattle because fine. They are- no, fine. Give Seattle their expansion team. Move Arizona over to Houston, and I, I, then there you go. Then you still keep your 32, 16, and sixteen. And NHL is too many damn teams. No thirty. Okay, as I just wanted to be even because I'm sick of this wild card system. I'll be honest, it's getting annoying. The wild card system is no problem. No, it's not. I we'll mean, talk about that in August. That, that'll be another thing. But it's just. Arizona makes me want to punch a wall. Just let them lose, Ty. It's an easy freaking game on the schedule. No, it's not, because if you lose, then it's even worse. Then don't lose. It's a trap game. It's very simple. If you don't want to look embarrassing, you don't lose to the team that sucks. It's as simple as that. Why does Arizona still have a team? Because they can Yes, you can no, be... No, it's not because they can. It's because the NHL lets them. It's because the NHL holds on to them by their ankle saying, don't fall off the cliff. Because they should have fallen off 10 years ago after Wayne Gretzky finally sold his shares. All I'm going to say is this. The NHL only owns this much of every single team. The rest is by the 
well, the city has part in it. The owner of the team has part in it. So if the owner of the team and the city wants it because, yes, Arizona, the team might not be successful, but the Coyotes, whether they're in Glendale or in Phoenix or whatever, they I, do good stuff for the Arizona the, yes, the economy. Glendale. They bring people in. When was the last time they made money? They actually made a profit. Genuinely themselves. Well, are you I, are you talking about all things considered every single year? If you if you're talking business, no, no, no. if you're talking They've business, lost money. They've are you been, talking franchise wise, or are you talking in general? Franchise, like the like the team has been losing money. Oh, like, franchise wise, not in the like past 15, 20 years. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure out what it's killing. Think me. of everything around them. Cactus. No, I'm talking about Death Valley. The, I'm talking about the community. I'm talking about the towns. I'm talking all about all the cities. Think about all that stuff. What about it? Like that makes money. That's why Arizona still is there. It brings in. That's people. why Arizona still there. Here's the thing: there. they can't even bring in people, Alex. I've seen more people at a Muskegon Lumberjacks Junior A game than I have at the Coyotes. Unless, so what? Unless like. Unless like Vancouver why or does, the Leafs are there. Why do the Detroit Lions still have a football team? Because because I, they a, bring money because to Ford Detroit. Ford owns them. The motor company owns them. No, it's not because Ford owns them. It's because they bring money to the city of Detroit. That's why. Not enough money. Just like how the Arizona Coyotes, even though they don't make a profit by themselves, they make a profit for Arizona, because Glendale, NHL write and a check once a year, no, hands they don't. it over to them, and no, says, they you don't. You're you're no, they don't. You're trying, the to, NH- de- you're trying to defend NHL. failure. You're defending. I'm not failure defending right failure. I'm just clarifying things that the NHL cannot pay the Arizona Coyotes to stay in business. They are. They rob from the team. This was been this been going on for years. This is killing. They me. don't. No, they don't. Pay, they don't. Okay. The owning parties take out loans through banks. They are the ones that are collecting the debt. They are the ones that have to deal with all that stuff. Until there is a no-owner party, that is when the NHL can take it away, or they can decide to take the rights away whenever they want. However, you also have to Gary deal Bettman's with... Gary Bettman's ego gets in the flipping way. It's not even just Gary Bettman, but it's 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 the whole thing of, oh, now you're thinking, okay, let's take away the Arizona Coyotes. Let's think of all these guys that their livelihoods are on the line. Derek... Step on. You have you can Dave no. Bowen. I'm saying, have, I'm not saying disband the franchise. Move them. Move them to a city where they a can maybe last more than ten years. More, okay, so you're gonna move all these people and their families and their kids and their entire livelihood. This is professional sports. Yes, you're gonna move fifty contracts. Fifty contracts Alex, with a full Atl- roster of Alex. Atlanta did it. At, it okay, if you're if you're defending the fact that. Teams won't move. Guess what? That's how that's how sports works. You move. Okay? I'm not saying you don't move. I'm just saying, are how you do, willing to do that? Apparently, the league's not willing to. I don't know why. Unless they're waiting on this Houston thing to maybe maybe they're looking for more contributions from Houston. Because obviously, like I said, Quebec City apparently ain't gonna happen. Because screw it, right? Why not? Why Why would you want to put a team in a hockey market? I mean, because Quebec be already has a team. Okay, they have a junior team. I'm talking about the a, province. I'd rather take a gamble on Quebec City than I would. Oh, I'm you talking. Don't, you don't want the Battle of Quebec again? Come on, dude. Okay. I, when P- Peter Stasny, it wouldn't be the same. Peter Stasny versus flipping. You know, it was different back then. Yes, think it was. about everything now with social media and everything. It won't be the same. Just like how. If you watch freaking the Battle of Ontario, it's stupid. If you watch well, the Battle of Alberta, okay. it's stupid. Okay, because they're never, the eventual they're never ga- good at the same time. The That's eventual the game between Vancouver and Seattle, north and south, it's going to be stupid. Because Vancouver is, I don't know, there. When you're watching freaking San Jose versus L.A., it's stupid. Because it's the only rivalry. Dumb. The only rivalry game, quote unquote, that still kind of matters in my eyes, and that's Pittsburgh versus Philly. That's it. Why? Because, because the fans both, make it that way. Because the fans make it that way. The only reason have why... You co- got, uh, okay, I'm going to stop you there. What? Because I have a lot of rebuttals for you. What? Because you're telling me that a Leafs-Montreal game doesn't bring out something. Leafs-Ottawa? It's not a rivalry game. It's, it's, a, a, it's a game it's where... It's a tough game. It's a and tough Boston. game. Leafs, well, get, let's, don't forget, Alex. I mean, Leafs, Leafs and Boston, Boston yes. yes. Montreal and Boston, yes. Well, There's history there. Exactly. And so, same with Philly and Pittsburgh. 
And I guess the two New York teams going. Are you gonna, are you telling me that the Montreal Canadiens versus Toronto Maple Leafs is a hot bedded rivalry it's, just because Peter Holland basically cross checked someone in the back of the head freaking five years ago? Is that what you're telling me, Ty? I'm not saying that. Is that what you're telling me, Ty? When when the Montreal I'm talking Cana- when Coldor and when Frazier, the Montreal am, Canadians I'm had their talk- home jerseys, the old ones that had the Maple Leaf in the middle. Is talk- that what you're telling me, Ty? I'm talking when Coldor and Fraser McLaren took on the Habs themselves. Oh that's yeah. What, okay. Sure. All right. No. I no, I'm okay. not saying that's how I'm just saying there's more to it. And I'm just saying we're talking about Arizona. That's how we got here. If, I, if the NHL I, wanted to take away the team you're from right. take the team from Arizona, right. they, they would have done, done it. Yes, they would have done it already. That's they would have left so... Atlanta in Atlanta. That's what would have happened. You wonder why people say please like my sport? Because if you look on the outside, you're looking at this, you're thinking, what in the world is going on? And then I just say to NFL fans, the Jacksonville Jaguars are still a team in the NFL. They make money. Are we sure? Yeah. The same way Arizona makes money, I'm sure. No, they actually make money. Moving on! They produce a profit. We should probably get over this, because we have a couple more things to talk about here. Um, Who do we have left to talk about? uh, Going over, speaking of crapshoot franchises, actually New Jersey, I guess, has actually some history. Oh my god. Ray Shiro talked about. Do we um, really need to talk about these bums? <laughs> the devils. Oh, now you're yeah, they're the, the devils. You're gonna call the devils bums, but however, you're gonna somehow defend Arizona. I'm not defending Arizona. Pick I'm, a side, Alex. I'm not defending the Coyotes. I'm defending the state of Arizona, Glendale, and Phoenix having a team there. I'm defending the community around the team, if not the team, team themselves. If they had a team in Phoenix, maybe, maybe they'd be profitable. But they're in Glendale, which is the equivalent to Grand Rapids. Hey. Think about, I'm I'm just, think, about the, think about the good that happened when the Grand Rapids Griffins became a IHL franchise, AHL franchise. Look, Think about all the good that happened. Yes. The youth program, one that you were kind of involved in, because I remember that one old picture, and then you have the Graha system that was funded with the Grand Rapids Griffins and Graha all that stuff. was there stuff. long before the Griffins ever came along. Yes, it became more profitable. However, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying the whole thing. Think about the kids, man. Yeah, think about the children. Think about the mini yotes down in Phoenix. <laughs> the mini yotes. Austin Matthews was a mini yot. He was um, a mini yot. Pat Ray Shiro talked about uh, how New Jersey kind of underperformed during this free agency period. He talked about how you know they may have missed out on getting JVR. JVR wasn't going to New Jersey. JVR and Patrick Maroon. How he missed out on both of them. Um, they offered Patrick Maroon actually more money than what he signed for. But Maroon wanted to be closer to home because he was from St. Louis, and obviously his son lives there, and he wants to be closer to his son. That was heartbreaking for him living in Edmonton because he lived by himself. Yeah. I think he lived with another guy, but he said it bummed him out because he was going to offer a lot more money. And so the Devils had a really weird free agency. They lost Michael Grabner, Jimmy Hayes, and John Moore, all the free agency. And, of course, they're they're losing a lot because, well, teams, I mean, they're – yeah, they had a they had a great little run there towards the playoffs, and they got beaten around. But I don't think just New Jersey doesn't have enough money, and Taylor Hall is their guy, I guess. Corey Schneider. They don't have enough talent is a big thing too. And that was why JVR left for Philly. Philly wanted to go, and I remember, of course, there's the talk that Claude Giroux made sure he wanted to come back because I I know he wants to. I mean, JVR wants to go to a team that can play well, and, and he also likes Philly, even though he hasn't been there in like seven years. But nonetheless, he, he still likes Philly. It's a great place. So. I'm I'm curious to see what New Jersey does from here. They are. I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs again next year. They are. They're they gonna are, be like they're an, still they're still a young, fast team that has speed that can kind of score. They're gonna be like New the Jer- Leafs had to learn that they couldn't rely on that. Like they, they, like last year, they learned a lot, like making the playoffs. And now maybe New Jersey will learn. Who knows? But the Devils are gonna be kind of like the Ducks, where they're just floating at this point. They don't. Oh, want, I don't know if they're. They floating. don't. I don't. They're, they okay. They're. Staying afloat somehow, some way, not necessarily playoff contender, but they don't want to do a full rebuild, and they're not going to be competitor. They're in that weird purgatory middle ground. Well, they had they had a like I said, they have a young, speedy team, and you know, I don't think the Devils are going to be that bad. But Ray Shiro's got a lot going on here. If he, I don't think he's he's not going to get fired or anything like that because no, I don't know who else will you put in that position. He's a Stanley Cup winning general manager. He'll maybe he'll write the ship. Who knows? But 
saying you lost out on JVR and Maroon, I mean, Maroon, like, then again, Maroon, that was, a, that was a strictly personal decision. He wanted to play closer to home. And St. Louis is still a competitive team in this league. Let's not let's not kid ourselves. Oh, here. yeah. And James Van Riemsdyk was looking at this t- Philly team thinking, hey, you know, I can go back to play with some guys that I still know. You know, they still know Giroux. Um, Wayne Simmons, I think, was... No, was Wayne Simmons in L.A. at the time? No, I think Wayne... Where was Wayne Simmons? He was in L.A., I think. Yeah, no, he didn't... No. Live, no, maybe he wasn't... Anyways... He was but, somewhere. But, nonetheless, JVR liked Philly. He's he's glad to be going back there. That wasn't a personal decision. It was professional, but maybe personal. Have a sandwich for me, bud. And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cheese yeah. Steak, cheese Philly cheesesteak. Um, so... As you did, baby. New Jersey's Aju. gonna... Uh, New Jersey's gonna be interesting... And the last thing we go on here before we end the wrap show, um, it's been obviously whisper. It's been whispers for years. Patrick is going to trade it, but apparently, according to Mark Antoine Godin from the Athletic, which means it's got to be legit. It's got to be legit. Habs are trying to move Pacioretty now. They're trying to move Max Pacioretty, the captain of the Canadians, the first ever American captain. Now, now, which I understand they're doing it now because. They're rebuilding-ish, sort of, kind of, not really. They're putting. They're their, building on what they're they putting have. their faith into Jonathan Duran and Max Domi, and hoping Carey Price plays like he did in 2015. So, hey, woo! They're kind. They're doing. They're doing like the brewery thing, where they're taking an old, kind of burnt out building, and they're just building onto it. Oh, okay. I guess I must have like. Because it's still got the character of the old building, so you got you still got Carey Price, and you still got all like that how Grandpa's Brewing took over the Ottawa Tavern. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, the, I know st- Grand Rapids jokes, and everyone outside's like, "What are you talking about?" No, if you no. want to know about these Grand Rapids jokes, feel free to find us on Twitter or email us at thekeelbrothers at gmail dot com. We we'll do, tell you all about it. We gotta start promoting that more often. What? Oh yeah. Also, make sure you're using the hashtag the Kiel Podcast. We're supposed to announce that at the beginning. Hashtag of the show. TKP. I'm gonna start putting that at the beginning of the top of our list of stuff to talk about, so we make sure we don't miss it. Yeah. Um. So Patchetti, the thing about this with the Habs, I don't like Patchetti. I. It's not his fault though. They're putting this blame on the. Of course, always. It's, I'm not saying it always it's comes his back, fault. It always comes back on the captain. I understand this. And look at Dion. Look at Mats. Well, Matt's okay. And no he, one ever got mad on Matt's. It was Dion because, I mean, he was the replacement. He was the guy after Matt's. So, and thinking that it's, thinking that this is all Pacioretty's fault. And I think, I'll be honest, moving Pacioretty is strictly a, hey, let's get rid of this contract. You know, find younger guys. Try to sort of rebuild while you're still being competitive. That's, I don't, a, that's I don't, what I think the Habs are trying to go for. I don't think Montreal's necessarily blaming Pacioretty. I think it's it's that stereotypical line from movies where it's 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 not personal. It was just business. Which is why I think moving him would be the best idea, because maybe Patchy will get a better start with a team that's more competitive, and I don't I don't know what the return's going to be. I feel like it's going to be a draft pick and a player. I don't... They I need mean, a they, roster they, spot. They, they could move him a one-for-one. One. They could no, do a one. it wouldn't yeah. be worth it. Well, they, well, it depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking for a center to go for it, that'll be kind of tough. And then again, I've seen Mark Bridgman may trade Max Pacchietti for... Honestly, if I could, I'd rather get someone that's a little bit younger. Max Pacioretty for Colton Sissons, for all we know. I mean, let's be honest. There's well, what I'm saying is, that'd I be mean, great contract. If you for, could, if you get, yeah, like, trade to get with Nashville. See how that goes, Mark. You could try to get a deep round contra, uh deep round pick, and then maybe a younger talent. Not necessarily a prospect, but like a younger talent. You could try to develop. Well, if you're going to get, if you're not going to get an NHL player, you're going to get three pieces in return. At least one draft pick, two prospects, or well, vice look, versa. Well, Laval, uh, Laval Rocket, they have some pretty decent players hey. down there. They're not the best in the world, but hey, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> are you sure they've got they've got some something down there? They have a team. Okay, I know that. Okay, fine. They need a they need maybe like a second. They're like, they're like Ottawa and Belleville. They're third rounder and a roster player. There we go. And a quality rot. And it's got to be a center too. Well, yeah, it's, I feel the, like it's gonna have to be a center. Max Domi's a left winger, isn't he? No, he's a center. That's right. Him and, well, remember, he was supposed to be, him and Gouch were supposed to be centers, but Gouch never got the opportunity to be a center because Gouch. Mike, Michelle Terrien was whatever. I knew, and let's be honest, the whole Gouch deal, I'm going to go I'm gonna go off on this for a quick second. I don't blame Gouch for wanting to get out of there, unless he really wanted to stay in Montreal because he was being shunned a, by the it's organization. A, it's a sinking ship. He was, exactly. And I'm glad he got out of there. He goes to Arizona. Hey, he's in a sinking ship. Good. Now he can go dry off in the desert. I'm not getting back into that, but hey, you know what? Montreal is going to be interesting. I 
I, w- I want them to be good because the Leafs beating them right now, it's not as good as it. Remember that 2013 year when we, like I said, when Colt Moore and Fraser McLaren beat the heck out of everyone on the Montreal roster? Yeah. That was, yeah, we're beating a good Montreal team. I, that's what I want. That's why I want Ottawa. Like when, like last year, tw- not last two years ago, 2016, 2017, when Ottawa was up there and the Leafs were playing, those were some competitive games. But Ty, and they meant something. Ty, now we're playing teams that are in the bottom of the division. But Ty, you also have to remember though, as Leaf fans, we're gonna be straight up bullies. That's gonna be us now. I you have I to realize that every game. Is going to be well, it's a, a it's going to be it's your game to lose situation now. You have to realize that. I know that's we're not the underdog anymore, bud. Underdog. We're over. Underdog. No, we're over. I know. We've gotten over. We're now, over. Now I have expectations, and now that's where it's tough. Our we're, expectation is win. You win. You. It's play, not compete anymore. Play. It's win. It's it's like the oh what were what were they called? The first Mighty Ducks movie, the the black jerseys. What were they called? The Hawks. The Hawks. Win, 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 win. That's the Leafs. They, you live in, you play and live in the biggest hockey market in the world, and your choice is you win or you get traded. You exactly. get sent down to the minors. Whatever. They don't no, need I was about you. To say that rebuild. I think. Yeah, Dubis is business right now. This is business, Dubis. We're dealing. And with. I know. And I, I say right now, the rebuild. If it's still going, I don't know. It's not much of a rebuild anymore. The it most is. personal decisions that Kyle Dubis made was Tavares make taking a pay cut and not trading away Sparks. That was the only. Well, two. we don't know about that yet. Okay, it's, we don't we know got, yet. We got a lot of time left. Currently, a lot of summer left. Currently, currently, that is. As of right now, the reason if, why he didn't get sent off in the first. The only reason why Dubas hasn't done that yet is probably a lot of general managers are down in Cabo. They're down south right now. So I'm it's so early right now. We got a lot there's now of course the new like I said, the news is kind of fizzling out. Let's be honest. Yeah, because but we'll, it's, we'll, it's we'll that do, weird weird middle part. Like you well, hey. It's, Elliot, like that, it's like that one kid with the bowl cut. It's just weird. Bob McKenzie down in Florida or down in I forget what the heck his place is. He's having margaritas for me because I can't have them up here. Because I don't. What have kind a... of engine does he have down there? It's a flipping diesel engine on that thing. He said it's electric, but I don't believe him. <laughs> I don't believe him. He, I'm sure he's conscientious. He's got something. horsepower. The thing is actually great on horsepower. That's. I, I mean, mean, well, yeah. With a in any engine, you have to think of it as horsepower. Uh, well, I, I just know I can remember we talked about it because they did it during the Christmas episode trying to get Christmas gifts, and he said it's like a 310 horsepower. 310. Horse, this this just, baby popped out of a freaking supercar. This thing popped out of a Bugatti. Veyron or Chiron? Uh, Chiron. Okay. Canadian dollar, Alex, don't forget. Okay. But that is it. From here at the Keel Podcast, as always, I am your host, Alex Keel. Tyler, always here. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time. Yeah, pasta shells tonight. Pasta? Oh, yeah. Making my famous pasta. Not so famous. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. good. good.